Friday, everyone, and welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World and another one of our season preview episodes uh, as we have swung into the AFC South. And today we're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts uh, as they are finally committing to a rebuild. They drafted a young quarterback. No longer are they going to just string quarterback after year after year after year. Uh, we did the Carson Wentz. We did the Matt Ryan. We did the Phillip Rivers with mixed amount of success it does seem like the Indianapolis Colts now are swinging into a full gone rebuild uh they've also hired a brand new head coach um TJ thoughts on the Colts before we get into their store lines no, oh uh, go ahead sorry it's, it's, it's about time right I I think that um I still don't think that I still think what's his name has to go uh, Irsay. Yeah, but that's never gonna happen. Like I feel like the, cause like it, it, it's one of those things where it's like one of these things, like one, like the the common denominator in all your problems is literally like this one guy, like this one thing. Yeah, but he's more than just one guy. He's the owner of the entire team. Like he's not, like, he's not going anywhere. As much of his crazy antics, no, I like. I, it, and, it, no, like we, we, we say that all the time, but if the league finds stuff about you being like that that's not act like the league can't step in and remove an owner. They've done it before. I, I know, but I just I don't necessarily think it's gonna get to I, I don't know. Maybe it could, but I'd be pretty shocked if that uh, ended up being a thing. Uh, also, thank you very much for checking us out. I'm David Huffman right there. There's Mr. TJ Hopkins, my co-host. Let's get into the storylines right away. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, new era for Colts football. I kind of talked about it here at this opening jump. Uh, new quarterback, new head coach. Uh, I think Chris Ballard is still the GM, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me double check that. Uh, but, yeah, just thoughts on the new era. I mean, outside of, you know, the Jim Irsay thing because he's, he's not going anywhere. Um, what are your thoughts on just – Finally, deciding that hey, let's stop playing around. Uh, yeah, Chris Ballard is still the GM. Um, yeah. like, like you said, it's it's one of those things where it's about time. Like you can't continue to slap a band aid on certain things and hoping it gets better. I mean, that's like getting bitten by like that's that's literally like getting bit by a poisonous snake and be like, all right, I'm going to slap this band aid on it. And all right, it's gonna get better. Oh, I'm still bleeding. I'm gonna take this band-aid off and slap another band-aid on it and hope that one gets better results. Damn, it's still bleeding. I'm gonna rip this band-aid off and slap another band-aid on it. Oh, I'm still bleeding. I guess I'm gonna need that anti-venom and just take the time to get better, right? Yeah, I mean, you look at the cold step. I mean, yeah, they needed to really they needed to do this for a long time. Um, so yeah, hopefully, this is the start of you know a, a full one hundred percent rebuild. I mean, they have to they give a coach. They hired a new guy. Uh, was it Shane Steichen uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles? So, you know, hopefully, you know, you give him time. Uh, the Colts notoriously have been a, a head front office and a team that's given their head coach some time. Uh, I think they you know. Uh, Frank Wright was there probably one season too long. Um, but Shane Steichen, you know, they, they kind of allowed them to kind of develop their own system. Um, he came straight, he comes from a very successful Philadelphia Eagles team. Uh, and, you know, he was he was there when, you know, the rise of Jalen Hurts. Uh, hopefully he has the same kind of success there with Anthony Richardson. Uh, we'll get to the draft class here in a minute. But, yeah, this has been a long time coming. Uh, it's nice. It's kind of refreshing to see the Colts finally commit to it and uh, not try to just kind of, 
pushed another veteran quarterback into there because I kind of always kind of felt like this was going to be a thing that they were going to do, and Anthony Richardson ends up being the pick. Uh, swinging over to the second storyline, because we also talked about the new era Colts football kind of in the intro. Um, let's talk about this offensive line. Uh, this offensive line was one of the strong points of the Indianapolis Colts for seasons upon seasons, and the last two years for sure – they really dipped down. I mean, Ryan Kelly's still a good player. Quentin Nelson's still a good football player. Uh, had a down season last year, um, but they've had problems at the tackles, um, both right and left. Uh, they've had a problem at right guard. Um, it just, what do you think this offensive line can get back to where this was a strength of this franchise? Um, well, that's on the front office. That's on them. Um well, it's also That's, coaching a little bit too, right? I mean, I mean, there's only so much coaching can do, but it's also on coaching just a, a smidge to, you know, well, yeah, those guys yeah, up. You can only, yeah, but just like that, like you said, it coaching only goes so far. Like if you can't, if you if you have no, what you call it, if you have no talent, like I can only coach you up so much. Like before, it's like, all right, you you just suck. Like you have, like you are just terrible. Before, like. There's nothing you can do about that. Obviously, um, this line is headlined by Quentin Nelson, arguably the best guard in football. Like, there's nothing you can say this. There's nothing. There's there's no one that you can say that's better at that position than Quentin Nelson. And if you have, and if you do say someone, you better have a damn good argument. Um. Uh, but he did have a semi-down season as far as Quentin Nelson standards. Uh, let more pressures uh, last season than any point in his career. Um, but, you know, I think it's kind of like a testament of how the Colts were as a whole, um, maybe more than just him, his production being declining through that. I mean, it's it's kind of like those years with, with the Cowboys, right? When like when that O-line was just, when that O-line was just destroying everybody, and then what happened? They got certain guys start to get hurt. Other guys start to get old, and it's just like inevitable. Like the inevitable. Like that's gonna happen. Um, it's also one of those things where it's like you have to take advantage of it while you have it. And I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. I just would, I know Andrew Luck is kicking back. Like yo, where the hell was this line? Like, I was there. Yeah. Like he waited. He he waited till he got off of a Hall of Fame level quarterback to be like, all right, I need to fix my O line. There we go. Well, I mean that I mean that comes with having high draft picks. I mean the Colts when Andrew Luck were picking in the twenties in the high teens. You like, can still get a high, you can still get a high quality offensive lineman in, in the teens and the twenties. Well, I mean the one of the other issues when the Andrew the Andrew Luck led Colts is the defense was terrible. Like like it wasn't until after they lose Andrew Luck that the defense got good. The offensive line improved. Like they had, they committed to running the football. Like yeah, it's, can an offensive line bounce back? Yeah, it's just a matter of like now the the new head coach has to go to Chris Ballard and be like, hey, these are the guys I need to fit my scheme. Like, I, I think Quentin Nelson's one of those generational plug guys. Plug yeah, in, like, plug he, can, he can play in any kind of system, and he'll still be that all-pro. I mean, they drafted Bernard Raymond uh, last year um, to be their left tackle. Uh, mixed results from him last season. Um, Bernard, Brandon Smith, uh, I think he's a second. He's a pretty young player, uh, 27 years old, uh, drafted in 2018. Uh, probably not the future there at right tackle, but uh, he's going to have to play this season because there's nobody else. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not totally sold that this offensive line can bounce back. I think there are too many questions at left tackle, um, especially at left tackle, where they've tried to basically replace 
Uh, I can't remember the, the, name, the guy's name who retired. Uh, but after that, I mean, Alejandro Villanueva was there with mixed results. And uh, last season, you know, Bernard Raymond did what he could, but he was just under undersized, outmatched in the NFL his first season. Uh, coming out of was it South Dakota State or or Wyoming? Uh, Central Michigan, sorry, Central Michigan. Uh, from well, the they got, well, they they're young in all the right places, right? Will yeah. Freeze, Will Freeze is what twenty five. Ryan, uh, like you got so like your headline on the twenty five, right? Penn State, uh, Ryan, Kelly, Ryan Kelly's only thirty. Yeah, Quinn Nelson's still pretty awesome, and uh, he is our most valuable draft asset. Uh, I don't know. I'm not totally sold that this offensive line can bounce back. Uh, so the other side of the football, let's talk about the expectations from the defense. Uh, this was a, a really strong point uh, for this team the last few seasons. Uh, they drafted Quinny Pay. He was pretty solid as a rookie. Uh, they traded a first-round pick for DeForest Buckner. Uh, that's been solid. Uh, Shaquille, Shaquille Leonard, you know, was injured most of last season. There was a time when he was the one of the best – Linebackers in the NFL, arguably the best linebacker in the NFL. Um, they traded away uh, Stephon Gilmore in, you know, in to the Dallas Cowboys this offseason. What are we expecting out of this defense? As it was a a testament, a really strong point for this team, and it didn't play bad last season either. The offense just didn't keep up the keep up their end of the bargain. Well, DB one responsibilities now fall on Kenny Moore, who is very underrated in my opinion. Uh, he one of those dudes. Like if you, if you don't go into the game respecting him, he'll he'll clamp you up. Uh, didn't have a pick last season. Didn't have a forced fumble last season. But he also he only had four pass deflections. But again, he so that responsibility goes on him. Huh, it's, it might be it might be some tough sledding, especially if the guys up front can't generate consistent pressure. So that's a lot of responsibility on DeForest Buckner, a Quiddy Pay, a Grover Stewart. Uh I can't pronounce I'm trying to say uh if, yeah DeForest Buckner uh Oda Bingo, uh, AJ Speed, Zarya Zar- Franklin is a pretty young player, uh Taywan Lewis, Tavon Bryan who they signed in free agency. And you got rotational guys like Ep Sampson, Ebucon, out of the a Deboare, like it's it's gonna be some some uphill sledding, like it's like. Yeah, I think, the sec- I think the secondary of this team is really going to struggle this season. I think up front in the front seven, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, I think the the Rodney Thomases of the world, Julian Blackman, who's actually a pretty solid football player, uh, I just can see them struggling in the secondary. Um, I'm not totally sure what to make of this defense. I think they'll probably be middle of the pack at best. Uh, it really also depends on how much other on the football field next season. Uh, this offense, you know, under Gardner Minshew, Anthony Richardson, whoever ends up being the starting quarterback, Jonathan Taylor can get back into form after an injury-riddled season. Uh, Jonathan Pitt- Pittman Jr., Josh Downs uh, ends up being a really good player there. Uh, Jelani Woods takes another another step forward from a pretty solid rookie season. Um, this defense is probably going to be somewhere in the middle of the pack. I just I don't have I don't think they're in the top ten. I don't think they're in the bottom ten either. Uh, honestly, depends on. I think it depends on who they matching up with that week. Like seriously, yeah, yeah I kind of agree with you on that. Uh, swinging into, let's talk about their draft. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, by the way, had like a five thousand draft picks in this year's draft. Uh, so I, I'm not going to really bother. We're not going to talk about all of them here. Uh, I do kind of want to talk about Anthony Richardson. Uh, you know, took him in the f- for fourth pick in the first round. What do we like about Anthony Richardson uh, outside of the athleticism? 
Um, That's it. Do you, I mean, is that the only thing we, I mean, do we think he can develop into what, you know, what Cam Newton became or what is the ceiling, what is the ceiling for Anthony Richardson? That, like, that's what they're hoping. Like, they're hoping he turns into Cam Newton. Like, because right now, the only thing to like about him is the intangible six, what, six, five, six, six, two, whatever. Obviously, like, six, everyone, four, 200, six, four, 244 pounds, uh, ran the fastest 40 time at the quarterback position in this year at the four, at the combine. Congratulations. The cone drill, like, everything, like, he just ran crazy numbers at the. Congratulations. Like, again, like, all right, so like Shannon Sharp said the best, like you won, like you won the speed contest, whatever the hell, like he said, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's not important. Like what people really do care about is what you put on film and what they, and what they saw on film was like in college, you are a 50 something percent passer. Well, what they saw in college is wildly inconsistent play um, from exactly. week to week, drive to drive, possession to possession. So there are some games, some moments where he looks brilliant, and there are other moments where you're scratching your head like that guy's a first-round pick. Like, that's why it made no sense where he was, like, getting – like, he was even getting um... – First overall pick buzz over, yeah, like, guys. Over, yeah, over guys yeah, yeah, yeah. First overall pick. So what was it, last season? So he goes <laughs> – they're letting off fireworks outside. That's great. Um, Fifty three point eight percent completion percentage, two thousand five hundred and forty nine yards, seventeen touchdowns, nine picks. Got sacked thirteen times. I'm pretty sure he ran into a bunch of those. Had six hundred and fifty four rushing yards with nine touchdowns. Like that's. But let's also not pretend like he was playing with a team that was loaded with talent in the Florida Gators last season. Like and, they were basically Anthony Richardson or bust last year. And let's not act like Cam Newton didn't do that in Auburn. Like you want to compare him to Cam Newton? Cam Newton won the Heisman and yeah, the he national. He won the national championship. He willed them and, there. And Cam Newton was literally the only player from that Auburn team to make it and last to the NFL. Nobody else made like if they did make it, they weren't there long. Nope, you're you're not you're not wrong. So yeah, you want to compare him to Cam Newton? Like you have to be fair. Not just like you have to be fair to Cam. Like we don't we got to stop acting like Cam Newton wasn't this like wasn't a dog in college. No, Cam Newton was that guy in college. Like, the only thing the only thing he has that's similar to Cam Newton is their build and their makeup. That's it. I mean, yeah, but, Cam Newton was a winner. Uh, he probably would have been a winner of Florida if he hadn't been behind ten, Tim Tebow there, uh, arguably the greatest college football player ever. Uh, I think that conversation can be had. Um, but, yeah, you know, Cam Newton is in his own right one of the greatest college football players ever and had one of the greatest seasons ever. Um, Anthony Richardson, we'll see. The verdict is very much still out. Uh, to their second pick, they took uh, a corner out of Kansas State, uh, 6'3", kind of has all the intangibles. Uh, he's coming off a wrist, wrist, wrist injury uh, surgery. It won't be right for the start of training camp. Uh, he's from Indianapolis, uh, playing in Warren Central High School. Um, so it's a replacement for Stephon Gilmore. Um, what do you and think about uh, and, and this is a Kansas State team that upset TCU, TCU in the Big 12 championship. Like, that's, that, that's a very, that was a very well-coached, very good Kansas State team. And then the, in the third round, I think they got a steal in Josh Downs. I love Josh Downs. I, I think he's going to be an immediate, a perfect compliment to Michael Pittman Jr. 
uh, trio. So like now you got a trio of him, Alec Pierce, and Michael Pittman Jr., which which is which is solid. It's respectable. Obviously, like I I really don't think anyone cares, and I'm saying that respectfully about the rest of the draft class. That even the DT out of Northwestern, I think that was a steal too. I think that was a steal too. I mean, that guy had first round buzz to get him in the fourth round at the pick that they got him at. Uh, four, 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 nine at the 40 yard dash, 282 pounds. He's also six one. But obviously, like, I, I think because they went Anthony Richardson at fourth overall, no one cares about the rest of the draft class. I, and I'm, I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry to say that like and I'm pretty sure the rest of these dudes they're gonna turn into some players, but no one's gonna care. No yeah, gonna I mean care. this this whole this whole draft cast is basically hinges on the success of Anthony Richardson. If he yeah, ends up becoming a good football player, this will end up becoming a good draft. Um, but I really I, do I, like what the Colts did, at least dressing yeah. needs. Like they got oh, yeah. an offensive, they got a couple offensive tackles, they got a couple corners, they got a safety, uh, they got a running back, so they can give you know Jonathan Taylor some rest there. Um, yeah. As a, as an overall with the draft, I mean, without knowing what Anthony Richardson is going to be right now, I I think this is probably a solid B plus B B plus B uh, draft are, for the Indianapolis Colts. You are being generous. I'm giving a C plus because of the Anthony, because like Chris Ballard. I don't know if Chris Ballard got dirt on Jim Irsay or, uh, or what. Like, I really don't know. I, I'm but, with you. I don't, I don't know how he still has a job. But, like, le- legit eggs, Ryan Pace, did the do Bears fans care that he found a steal in, in Tariq Cohen in the fourth round? He found a Jordan Howard. He, Eddie Jackson fell all the way to the fourth round. Like, ask, ask us, do we care? You want, we don't. Like, don't. Like, they turn into they turn into nice players. Eddie Jackson's still on the team, but you want to know why we're pissed off at Ryan Pace? Because he picked intangibles over the sure thing. Like Ryan Pace will forever be known as the guy who passed up on Deshaun Watson and the, and the guy that turned into Pat Mahomes. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. So we'll talk about their draft. I'm giving them a solid B B B B plus. I actually like what they did with the draft, uh, given that they had a billion picks. Uh, to their free agency class, uh, not a whole lot to talk about. Matt Gay is a, a guard, offensive lineman. Uh, should give them some depth or a kicker. Sorry, Matt Gay, uh, the kicker from the Los Angeles Rams, has a big leg. Um, is a really good player. Uh, Gardner Minshew, uh, Minshew Mania, back in Indianapolis with his former uh, coach. Uh, there, uh, Tavon Bryan has been bouncing around the league. He was in Cleveland last year. I uh, spent a lot of time in Jacksonville. It's a solid DT. Uh, the notable departures: Matt Ryan, who retired; Stephon Gilmore, who got traded to the Dallas Cowboys; Bobby Okereke, uh, signed left to free agency; Paris Campbell, who I do like, and I do like that he's now—I uh, don't remember—and Yannick Ngakwe uh, has not signed with the NFL team yet, even though he's been a productive player uh, so far in the NFL. Uh, Paris Campbell went to the Giants, who I actually like that signing um but i mean this is a nobody's going to sign with the colts right now because they're not they're not expected to be good next season um i do like the matt gay signing i think that he could single-handedly win them some games yeah he's kicking in a controlled environment for yeah. i mean he was kicking in a controlled environment before but um, like no win no nothing it's it's you're, you're playing in a dome he all, they also signed isaiah mckenzie who i liked in buffalo uh, i thought he should have gotten more playing time and I'm, I'm which I'm surprised no one scooped up in Godway. I'm really curious as to what what's going on there. Maybe it's because he didn't have an agent, but now he has an agent. 
uh, who's his agent? I think Drew Rosenhaus is his agent now. So I mean, Unique Ngakwe, I know he's played on four teams in three seasons, but when he's on the football field, he's effective. He, I think he's had double-digit sacks every season he's played more than 10 games. He's not even listed so. on not even listed on the depth chart no more. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, I was just so like, Shane Steichen, new head coach, he spent the, he literally just spent the last season with Gardner Minshew. So Gardner Minshew comes in with a leg up on literally every other quarterback on the roster. He knows the system. He's rightly so getting first team reps over those guys. I don't want to see. I I lowkey don't want to see Anthony Richardson on the field this year. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think if you're going to play Anthony Richardson, though, I think you got to play him from the jump, and you got to let you got to kind of live with the pitfalls of starting a rookie quarterback. Yeah, because it's it's, it's going to be ugly. And again, I'm I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're going to win a championship with Gardner Minshew, but just I you ha, you still got to respect him. Like that's. I mean, Minshew Mania was a, was a thing for a reason. I almost had to buy a Minshew Mania jersey. Literally. Like, it's, like, it's not his fault that those Jags teams were just not talented. Yeah. I mean, he was he was good for those Jacksonville Jaguars teams. Not taking anything away from him. So. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think when we talk about free agency, I mean, this is what happens when your team is going through a rebuild. You lose a lot of really good pieces. Uh, Unique Ngakwe, Paris Campbell, Stephon Gilmore, Matt Ryan, all retire and leave. Um, I I personally, I love getting Mark Argumentu here. I think having a veteran who knows the system, G. Anthony Richardson, uh, I think is a, a good good move for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but being that being said, I can't give this any higher than like a CC plus. Yeah. I mean, you got you got to work with the hand that's giving you. Yep. To their schedule, Mr. Hopkins, uh, the 2023 record prediction for the Indianapolis Colts. Let's rip through this schedule real quick. Uh, first game of the season, Jacksonville Jaguars come into the house that Peyton Manning built, and does the Jaguars come out with a victory? Yeah, that's a that's a L. I, I think the, I also think the Jacksonville Jaguars win that game. Uh, they go to Houston and they go to Baltimore back to back weeks uh, on the road. Uh, do they win either of those games at Houston did. and at Baltimore? Uh, I misheard you. Um, probably not. The one that they probably could win is Houston. I think it depends on. I think it depends on who the quarterback is for both of those two teams, uh, for the Colts and for the. Houston Texans. Uh, oh, we are for the Texans. It's going to be right, CJ. Oh, CJ Stroud. Sorry, CJ Stroud. It's going to be CJ Stroud. Like CJ, there's no one there that should be able to compete with him. And you don't draft him second overall to be like, hey, we're going to start this other guy. Yeah, I mean, Davis Mills is still there. I mean, it depends on how he looks at training camp and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, with that being said, I actually think that the Houston Texans, I think they lose both those games. I think they go to Houston and lose. I think they lose. They, they for sure lose the game in Baltimore. I no think when, I, if, when we get the Texans, I'm like, the only way they win this game is if, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor just run for, like, 250. And he could. And he could. <laughs> They could. <laughs> uh, then they got two games back-to-back at home. Uh, they got the Los Angeles Rams uh, coming off a pretty disappointing season. We'll get to their season preview at some point down the line here. Uh, and then the Tennessee Titans. Uh, 
going to talk about them in the next episode of the season preview episode. Uh, so keep an eye out for that content. But do they win either of those games at home? I say no. Um, who, who's this? Uh, Los Rams. Angeles Rams, Titans. Well, the thing with the Rams is they're like, obviously, they, they don't have the talent that they once had on defense, but they're healthy. Like most importantly, well, we, we we would assume they're healthy at this point. No, like like they're they because they was hurt. What's his name was hurt going into uh going into training camp last year. Yeah, uh, Stafford. Stafford. Um, yeah, they losing this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might. Yeah, they might. They legit might start the season. What's that? Zero five, one and four at the work at the best. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I will go with you on that. I think they're yeah they're starting the season. I actually have them lose, beat the Titans. Uh, this is in their building. Um, I'll have them beat the Titans, and I'll have them one and four uh, going into another game where they got to go to Duval County and take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, they're winning ways, and they're they lose to the Jaguars. And yeah. being yeah. frank, uh, they lose the next four games uh, as they lose to Cleveland in Indy. They lose to New Orleans in Indy. They go to Carolina, and, yeah, they lose that game too. And then they go to New England Patriots, and they lose that game. So I got them at one and – what is this? One and nine going into their bye? Yeah, one and nine going into their bye. Do you disagree? <laughs> it's hard not – like it's hard to do that. I, I don't see them – like if they don't if they don't beat Jacksonville week one and then like their best case scenario is like the, in their first five games they're two and three, you beat Jacksonville you beat Houston because those are like your quote unquote winnable games in this stretch. I don't I don't expect them to hang around with Baltimore for long. Same thing with the Rams, the Titans of Derrick Henry if they get Derrick Henry going and then you are you already know they can't. Beat. That's a grown ass man for a reason. Like we say that for a reason. Like he's been known to terrorize this entire division since he's been since he's been there. Cleveland's looking to bounce back. You have to justify giving Deshaun Watson all that bread. And for the sake for the love of God, he better come through. Yeah, true. New Orleans, same thing. Derek Carr's trying to be like, hey, I still got some, I still got some go in me. Carolina just has better weapons, <clears throat> and they and a better. Would you say Carolina's defense is better? I think it's close. It's pretty close, right? Yeah. I think it's going to come down to. Actually, I think they. I don't know, could they beat Carolina? I think they could beat Carolina. I mean, they, they could beat Carolina, but I think that game's in Carolina, so I'll go with Carolina winning that game. That's um, but yeah, I, I just you know I, I just don't see them having like I, I you know one and nine. That's what I how I feel. Uh, after the bye, Tampa Bay comes to town. I actually think they get another win here. Um, I'm not sure what to expect out of Tampa Bay, um, as I don't expect much. Uh, I think they're going to be in for a world of hurt, given the the, the Mayfield <laughs> thing. Uh, so yeah, I got them at two and nine, um, going down the down stretch of the season. <laughs> you got who do you got in that game? Tampa Bay or the Colts? I'm taking the Colts. I like Baker. I like Gardner Mishu more than I like Baker Mayfield. Me too. Uh, they got two games back to back on the road. Uh, one against the AFC South and one against the AFC North. Uh, Tennessee Titans and Cincinnati Bengals. TJ, do you think they win either of those two games on the road? Mm-mm. I agree Mm-mm. with you on that. I think. Um, yeah, I think I, I got them going. Um, 
was it two and ten, two and eleven so uh, into the yeah. final four games of the season. Um, you go they, then Pittsburgh comes to town. I think they lose that game. They go to Atlanta. I think they lose that game, uh, and then they lose to Vegas, and then they beat Houston at home uh, to round out their season at three and fourteen. That that Pittsburgh game for the Steelers that 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 screams trap game. Like that is one hundred percent a trap game for the Pittsburgh. Well, I, I mean, I guess it depends on what Pittsburgh lo- is season's going like at that point. I mean, we don't know what. Like, I I don't know. I expect that I get Kenny Pickett, but yeah, I, I don't just necessarily I, disagree with that take. I I expect a I expect better because like this ain't like Kenny Pickett's a rookie anymore. Like no, he's yeah, and, he, and he was good, really good down the stretch for the Pittsburgh. So like this season. this is a dude that's that he's had a year in the system. Najee Harris is there. You add an Allen Robinson who's trying to prove he still got some go. George Pickens is wide receiver number one. Pat Fryermuth is a more than solid tight end. I mean, Deontay Johnson's still on this team, dude. He's a he's, 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 he's probably still wide receiver one. Deontay Johnson's a good player. I, would, like, I think the Steelers' season goes a little bit different if they don't lose TJ Watt for like the first. I, I, I agree with you. Of, they, like, they, probably, they, they could even potentially even win. AFC North last season, so. like yeah, and I, I just I I just think it's a it's a bad luck of the draw for the schedule this year for them. You get the AFC North and the NFC South, so yeah, like that AFC. Like I don't expect them to they gonna lose all their games to the AFC North. Yeah, without a doubt. Like that's uh, like the only. The only winnable games on your schedule are the two Texan games, right? I think th- I think they can beat the Titans at home, and I think they, they can beat. They could probably it, it beat Tampa, and they beat like they beat Tampa. I don't think they can beat the Saints straight up. I don't think they can beat like they can probably beat the Panthers. If it's a close game with the Panthers, that wouldn't surprise me. But I still expect the Panthers to win. I agree with you on that too. I think that game should be close. Like, and I think I'm the not. Falcons- I think the Falcons have fine to retooled their defense well enough to give them some. Uh, I, I talked about this last time, man. I think Atlanta is going to be better than people expect. They're like you're going to you're going to notice when you play Atlanta, whenever you play them this season. Like they're going to play a style of football that you don't see very much anymore. As this like running down your throat all the time, <laughs> every play. Like it's going to be a pain to go to play and against them from week to I, week out. I know I, I know I'll give y'all hell for fantasy, but Tyler Algiers is going to be a solid pickup for fantasy football this year. Him and uh, yep. him and uh, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson, same team. Yep, hundred percent. They're going to be running a three-headed monster out there in Atlanta. So yeah, I got he's Indianapolis Colts finish the season three and fourteen. Uh, I'm sorry, Colts fans, but that's the reality. Uh, you're in a rebuild. It's going to be a bit, it's going to be a while uh, before you're probably back to where you want to be, uh, where you used to be when you had Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning and even Philip Rivers uh, a few years ago. Um, but uh, at some point, you had to bite the bullet. You were gonna, weren't going to be the successful Indianapolis Colts forever. Um, before the Indianapolis, I just want to remind Colts fans: before you had Peyton Manning, you weren't all that good. Just just throw it out there. <laughs> just remember, you weren't that's good. So, that's that's the issue that. Fan bases of those teams have to, yeah, come like to grips. Spurs, like Spurs fans, Patriot fans, like if the Patriots ever suck at any point, like it's gonna be tough. A rude awakening. Right. Like, like 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 Colts fans, Patriots fans, hell, Steelers fans. Like Big Ben was such a linchpin for you for so long. Now it's like, like it didn't help 
it didn't help that most of these teams really didn't have a succession plan yeah in place like 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 the patriots were kind of lucky to go from tom like tom Brady leaves that summer they draft matt jones and he had a pretty solid rookie season but yeah that's been our indianapolis Colts season preview um if you're familiar also if you're familiar with us here at prime sports world you may have noticed that we skipped episode 800 on the list uh yeah we're planning to have an 800 episode special uh here in a couple weeks uh we're gonna do some quizzes we're gonna do some uh some of those tweets you know some of those games that we played that one time i love that kind of stuff so we will be bringing that back in a, here in a few weeks uh probably when i get back from vacation which is in a couple weeks um I'm going to Colorado. I'm taking a, I, I bought, remember that, you know, that van I bought, I'm taking that and I'm taking a road trip with me and my dad and a couple of my friends from Columbus. And uh, we're going to the Vanning nationals in Colorado. Uh, I'll be, I'll be gone all week. I'll be Vanning, living in my van. Vanning nationals. That's yeah. Uh, it's a thing, dude. I'm telling you, dude, it's a, uh, it's, I, I will, I will explain, I'll explain more in the group chat. It's, 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 it's something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, uh, but yeah, this has been Prime Sports World. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out. Uh, we'll be back on Monday when we're going to be talking about the offseason for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, don't want to miss that content. That's our favorite team here at Prime Sports World. Uh, we're going to talk about their offseason in length in a very because uh, if you missed the show yesterday, I mean, Izzy broke down the offseasons for every team but the Bulls. Uh, me, TJ, did a bunch of the offseasons for all the teams as they were getting eliminated from the playoffs. Um, so the Bulls are going to get their own show. You're not going to want to miss that content. I'm David Huffman right there is Mr. TJ Hopkins. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you have a good night, man, and have a good weekend, buddy. See you, man.